Okay, we are in Sefer Yirmiyahu, Perek Ches, Pasuk Aleph, Ba'esahin Um Hashem. And what we've seen, especially in the last two sentences of Perek Zion, has been a fierce, very disturbing, threatening, gloomy, prophecy for B'nai Yisrael, even by Yirmiyahu's standards. This is pretty um, concerning, shall we say. So let me just read you the last two psukim, and then we pick it up in Ches. Says the Navi, V'hayisa nevelas ha'am hazeh l'machal the people of Israel will be so defeated that their bodies will not be buried. They will lie in the fields for the birds feeding on them, the vultures um, completely consuming them. The animals will come and just eat their corpses. No one is going to be there to scare the animals away. They will have their will with these people. Moreover, the Navi concludes, we've said that when there is a devastation, a war like that, there are usually people left over who have to rebuild their lives, widows, widowers, so there would be shaduchim and marriages. Here the Navi says no. Not going to happen. I will end in Yerushalayim from the courtyards. There will be no simcha. There will be no chasanim. There will be no kalos. The land will be like total desolation total destruction. So that ends Zion, and we go right to Ches, which doesn't miss a beat, and ramps up the catastrophe, the sheer barbarity of what comes next. At that time of the destruction from Bavel, the bones of the kings of Judah, the bones of the officers, the bones of the Kohanim, the bones of the Nevi'im, the bones of the dwellers of Yushalayim will be taken from their grave. Not that they won't be buried or get a proper burial, they will be exhumed. Ustachum Lashemesh, and they will be left to lie out in the field in the sun, Viliareach in front of the moon, all the stars in the constellations, Asher Achevum, Vasher Avodum, Vasher Hohu Achrehem, Vasher Duroshim, Vasher Hishtachavulahem, Loye Yesu, Veloye Koveru, Ledomen, so these bodies of all these people are going to be exhumed from their kvarim, 
left to lie in the hot sun or in the scorching days in the moon, or when the moon comes out or when the stars. And this is perfectly logical, says the Navi. These people worshipped Avodazora, the sun, the moon, the constellations. They were their gods. It should only be natural. So they will not be gathered unto their people. They will not have the burial that every Jew should have. Lidomen, literally dung. They will be like dung on the earth. Why? What is the necessity for this seemingly barbaric treatment that Nebuchadnezzar is doing? Is it necessary? What is the purpose? So the Mephoshim tell us that, one, it's bizuya. It has no purpose other than to humiliate the Jewish people. Indeed, that was often the custom in those days. The conquering army did that. They did it for humiliation. And so that is what is done here. There is a fascinating Gemara, Agavata, in Sanhedrin. Sadivav Amud Beis. It's a long one, so I'm going to just go over some relevant parts. It starts with telling us that Ammon and Moab were very evil nations. Um, they were always trying to persuade other nations, specifically Bovel, to come against Israel. And so they have a long dialogue with Nebuchadnezzar. Come, come to Bovel, come from Bovel to Yerushalayim, now is the perfect time, and you will conquer them easily. And Nebuchadnezzar is not buying any of this. He's very worried. He's seen this nation defeat against all odds, nations like Sancheirev. He's seen the Kaddish Baruch who come back and they do tshuva and defeat them. So he is not taking the bait. Finally, they keep pressing him. And Nebuchadnezzar says, and I quote, they send a message to him. Or rather, Nebuchadnezzar sends a message to them. It is winter. It is winter, and the truth is, I can't come because of the snow and the rain. Because it's in the open field, there's no protection. They answer him. They send back my messenger. Come through the cliffs of the mountains, using the mountain passageways. Send a messenger to the ruler of the world, saying, by way of the cliffs in the desert, go to the mountains of the daughters of Seo. Shalaklahu, the Bukhanetzer answers them. Iosina, if I come, late Ludukta to Yosivnabe, I won't have a place to stay. I'm still it's surrounding Yerushalayim, it's in the open plains. Shokhule, they say, don't worry. Kvaros Shalahem Mu'ulin Mipalterin Shokha. Their graves, the Jewish people's graves in the catacombs 
the burial places are better, more luxurious, than your palaces. They're caves surrounding the city in which they bury the dead, and those caves can accommodate your army. And it was predicted that an invading army would empty the graves, as it is written, as we just read, they will be spread out before the sun, the moon, the heavens, of that which the people loved, which they worshipped and followed. So that's where the Gemara is suggesting that Nebuchadnezzar got the idea from. Empty the traditional graveyards, clear them of, of, of um, Kvarim, and you have got a place to stay during the siege of Yerushalayim. In any case, and nonetheless, there will be people who will choose death over life. Because that they would rather um, end their lives. They do not want to live under a regime where they are in exile and where they are oppressed. And this once again looks like an unmistakable plea that notwithstanding the disasters that are coming, there is an escape clause for you. Um, Can it be that they will fall and not get up in Yeshuv below Yeshuv? If they have a chance to do tshuva, they will not grab at it? And if they do return, would he not return to them? So therefore, why do these rebellious people of Jerusalem constantly, eternally, rebellious? They hold fast to their guile and deceit. Manu Lashur. They refuse, absolutely refuse to repent. So next sentence, either Yumiyo speaking or the Kaddish Baruch who's speaking, Hikshavti, I have listened to them, and I heard the Eshma, Lochen Yidaberu, Einish Nacham they speak untruth. No man, Nichem, relents on his evil. No one says, Lemar Maasiti, what have I done? I've done nothing wrong. They all follow the course. What they do is follow the course of their hearts. Interesting metaphor, kusus shoteif b'milchomah, like a galloping horse that races headlong into war. It has no sense. It has nothing. It just knows to charge into battle. Gam chasidah b'shamayim. Also, there are animals that have the natural sense to know what God's order is. For example, the Hasidah, the stork, Bashamayim. Yada Moadeha knows what the appointed times are for its migration. 
Vesus, the Egar, Shamru es Aspo and the turtle dove, the swift, the crane, know instinctively the time they should arrive to avoid the winter and the time they go back when it's warm. But my people don't even know this. They are completely oblivious to what the natural laws of Teva of Hashem. The animals know, they don't know. And the use of the word Moadzecha symbolizes, of course, the Moadim, which is a particularly propitious time to do tshuva. They don't, they couldn't care less. How can you possibly say, We're wise, we're Torah scholars. Indeed, the Torah, Hashem Itanu, Achain Hine Le Sheker, Osa Eid Sheker Sofrim. Indeed, they make their quill that they write the very words of the Torah. For Sheker, the, the Sofrim themselves are Sheker. Moreover, says the Navi, Hevishu Chachamim Chatsu Viokedu. The Chachamim, the alleged Chachamim, are ashamed. They are just distraught because they have rejected the word of Hashem and they realize that Arshem Ma'asu, the Chachamas Malahem. What wisdom could they possibly have? They're writing Sifrei Torah that are completely disconnected from any religious sincerity. They know they're living a lie. Lachain etain es neshehem la'acherim shudoseihem liyorshim Therefore, I will give their wives to others in captivity, their fields to invaders, for from the simplest of the most distinguished to the most distinguished, they all are extortionists. The Navi, the Kohen, all deal in falsehood, in Sheker, we know they will sell themselves to the highest bidder. They all have their palms out looking for bribes. They are living a total lie, and they know it. And in the VA Sheker, they don't stop with their message. They make light of the threats that the real Nevi'im are making. They enlighten them. Lingar, shalom, shalom. There's going to be peace. What are you being so agitated about? The aim, shalom. They were ashamed, or were they ashamed, that they had committed abominations? No. They do not know humiliation. They don't know how to feel it. Therefore, they will fall among the fallen. They will stumble, said the Kaddish Baruch And unfortunately, it gets worse. 8.45 a.m. tomorrow, be there. Ad Kaddish.